This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. All right, good morning and welcome to Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. My name is Matt. And I am Jessica. And welcome to Matt and Jessica in the mornings. We haven't done as many of these over the last month. I think we've gotten one in. Yeah, I've missed you. We're back. Yes. We're back back in the game. We are back. Flourish Conference is over, and I have 90% of my brain space back. Yay. (laughs) It's amazing. Which is more than I have ever. (laughs) So Not true. Tell me about Flourish, because it was two weeks ago, Yeah, and it's just... Tell me all about it. So this was the this is the first time that I'm recording since Flourish. We did a show right before Flourish that aired after, but I, as I uh, explained to everyone, I was pre-recording, and so it's so interesting because um, all the things that I was concerned about a week ago or two weeks ago are now done and over and handled. And it's just such a lesson to me of God's faithfulness. And it happens every time that I'm stepping out and doing something that I feel like He's called me to do is that He handles it. And everything that I was concerned about as far as, do we have enough cups? Do we have enough food? Do we have enough of this? Are the programs going to print? Are the name tags going to work out? Am I going to make sense in my message? Like all of those things are done and over and handled. And it's a little like weird. You know, it's a little surreal to have done such a, a huge event and for it to just go so well. Like I'm still hearing people share their testimonies of how God met them there, how they were healed of things. Someone texted me this morning and said, I, I'm finally free of the the idea that I'm unworthy. I'm finally free That's of that. Awesome. And it's just like, man, you know, you know, I cried for like a day and a half straight after the conference and it wasn't sadness. It was like, Relief in a way that, oh, my gosh, it happened and it did, and it went well. And then also just thankful that God did so great. You know, like he yeah. did awesome. Crying for a day and a half is code for you cried like three times because <laughs> you don't ever cry. I don't cry, but I was so. I was literally crying. I arrived to church on Sunday. This is a funny story, so I have to share. I arrived to church on Sunday. The conference wrapped Saturday. You know, we then we went to church Saturday night. And so I really hadn't really had a lot of time to process. And my friend brought me bacon wrapped in like tin foil and she just walked up to me and handed me the bacon and I just start bawling. That's hilarious. <laughs> and then I was like walking around church eating bacon and crying. Yeah. So if, if you're new to Morning Breath, you're new to East Coast, we, uh, we're a local church right here in Bavard County. We have church in four locations with 11 services and Morning Breath is our radio show and podcast that we study the Word of God. We study the Bible verse by verse uh, through different chapters of the Bible. And we treat this like a devotion, not like a expository message where we prepare our hearts, we don't prepare a message, and we don't compare notes. And we just share what, uh, what God has laid on our hearts. And we encourage you to read the same chapter and do the same thing. Jessica uh, usually will pick one verse out of the chapter and do something called soap. She'll uh, she'll kind of explain that a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. But um, this is what the program is all about. And so to let you know about the program, we go to eccc.us. You can download our podcast or you can call 321-452-1060 to get an email or a mailed guide out to you about Morning Breath. You can check out on our app or on our website to see what's new at East Coast Christian Center for any of the events or things going on that we've mentioned, as well as you can follow our YouTube page and see current and past sermons from East Coast Christian Center 
We're currently in a message series called Lasting Legacy. It's incredible. And you would, if you listen to that message, you'll see some of the things that God has done and what we are stepping forward into and even how to do that within your own life, yeah. how to have a lasting legacy within your own life. And a couple of events coming up is uh, the Vieira Fall Movie Night. It's this Friday, October 25th from 7 to 9 p.m. It is located at Vieira High School Stadium, and we're doing a movie. It's going to be incredible. Um, and then Family Fun Night, this is October 31st. This is in Merritt Island at the Parkway Worship Center campus right on Courtney and the Avenue. We're using both areas. And this is Thursday, October 30th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. October 31st. What did I say? 30th? 30th. Yep. 30th. 30th. It's October 30th. Mm-hmm. October 31st. Halloween. And we're going to be dressing up uh, with fun things for the kids, giving away lots of candy having lots of games, lots of just fun, good, wholesome uh, things on a day where we know sometimes people uh, aren't necessarily doing those types of things, which is uh, just an honor and a privilege that we would literally have several thousand people come to both of these events and really enjoy just celebrating as a church in the community, pumping the name of Jesus up. Come on. That's right. And the Vieira Fall Movie Night, we're actually going to have free popcorn as well as candy. And so it's going to be a blast. My little brother was the one uh, procuring all that popcorn and he filled two vehicles (laughs) (laughs) completely to the brim with it. So we're excited to to give you popcorn for that movie night again. That's Friday, October 25th. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. Check those things out. Now let's jump into Morning Breath. The chapter of today is Matthew 25. Yep, I will read through 23. You will start at 24. All right. I must say unto you, read. Matthew 25. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, thoughtless, silly, and careless, and five were wise, far-sighted, practical, and sensible. For when the foolish took their lamps, they did not take any extra oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil along with their lamps. Now, while the bridegroom was delayed, they all began to nod off and they fell asleep. But at midnight, there was a shout, look, the bridegroom is coming, go out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and put their own lamps in order, trimmed the wicks and added oil and lit them. But the foolish virgin said to the wise, give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, no, otherwise there will not be enough for us and for you too. Go instead to the dealers and buy oil for yourselves. But while they were going away to buy oil, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast, and the door was shut and locked. Later, the others also came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he replied, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I do not know you. We have no relationship. Therefore, be on the alert, be prepared and ready, for you do not know the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. For it is just like a man who is about to take a journey, and he called his servants together and entrusted them with his possessions. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, each according to his own ability, and then he went on his journey. The one who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made a profit and gained five more. Likewise, the one who had two made a profit and gained two more. But the one who had received the one went and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. And the one who had received the five talents came and brought him five more, saying, Master, you entrusted to me five talents. See, I have made a profit and gained five more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over a little. I will put you in charge of many things. Share in the joy of your master. Also, the one who had the two talents came forward, saying, Master, you entrusted two talents to me. See, I have made a profit and gained two more talents. 
His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over a little. I will put you in charge of many things. Share in the joy of your master. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and I went out and hid your gold into the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 more bags. For whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what they have will be taken from them and throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When the son of man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on the right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when do we see you were hungry and feed you, thirsty, and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger, invite you in, or needing clothes, and clothe you? When did you then when did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you the king will reply truly i tell you whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine you did for me then he will say to those on his left depart from me you who are cursed into the eternal eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels for i was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat i was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink Excuse me, eat, gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you did not look after me. They will. They also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? He will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you do did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteousness to eternal fire. Life, uh, excuse me, life. Amen. Uh, <laughs> uh, <and> <laughs> confused there at the Eternal end. life. Yeah, so good. So you have some place you want to start, or can we start at the very beginning? A very good place to start. Well, I'll just say one little tiny thing. Okay. Is I love the story of the talents. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, in the middle. That's I've, I love that story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was getting a little bit on the parable of the ten virgins as well. So mm-hmm. let's start at the beginning. I like that. Yeah, I like the verses one through ten. Jesus is telling a story about ten virgins who all had the same opportunity. They all had the same opportunity to be ready for the bridegroom. Five of them uh, took the opportunity and were prepared, and the other five totally squandered it and were careless. 
And you have to think of how did they get, how did they have to get extra oil? It wasn't like they had a Publix open and they were just able to go or Instacart. Hey, bring me my oil to send to me in my home. Just prime ship it, you know? Exactly. Like two day, one day, whatever. No, they had to like prepare, do whatever it took to do to get the money and then go to wherever it was that they had to go buy it. It says they had to go buy it from the, um, the dealers, the oil dealers. And so either way, it took effort and planning. For these people to make. And five of them did it. Like it wasn't like it was an impossible task. Five of them did it. And five of them chose not to do it. And I just thought about us as um, people that God has created and the fact that we all have the same opportunities. God has equal opportunity and he puts potential in each one of us. And we all have the opportunity to be used by him if we are willing to do the work of developing that potential within us. And I actually you mentioned soap earlier. Um, Everything that I am doing now in ministry and walking in and um, just even preaching this like two weeks ago is just still crazy to me that God would have me do that is because I started out with one small step. I took the potential that God had in me and I started doing soap and I started reading my Bible regularly. If I had not done that, I would not be doing anything I'm doing now. So that's good. Yeah. Um, The definition that is given, uh, which I got when you read it, not when I read it, because Mm -hmm. I was reading a different translation. Um, Five of them who did not do it were foolish. Mm -hmm. And the definition of foolish was this, thoughtless, silly, careless. Mm. And the five who were wise were farsighted, practical, and sensible. Mm -hmm. And that really stood out to me, and that's verse two. Um, One reason why it just stood out to me is because I just recently walked through an issue with somebody and they were not farsighted. They were not practical. They mm-hmm. were not being sensible. They were being thoughtless and careless. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I had to spend 20 minutes with them explaining to them why they were not being farsighted, mm-hmm. why they were being thoughtless, why they were being careless, and how that ripple effect of the carelessness that they were taking rolled out. And all they would have had to do to fix all of it mm-hmm. is communicate. Yeah. They all, all, and literally many times that's what will separate me from being foolish and me from being wise. And I knew how to tell them this because I've done this before. Yeah. I've been foolish. I've been thoughtless, senseless, silly, careless. I have been wise. I have been sensible, practical, and thoughtful and those type of things, farsighted. Um, and many times the difference is Am I willing to just talk it through with somebody and get some advice? Mm -hmm. You know, when I'm confused, uh, will I just run faster, you know, or will I just slow down, ask somebody, Mm -hmm. what do you think about this? Yeah. Um, And so I think I would just put out there, if you want to be somebody who's wise, you want to be like the five that were prepared, you need to obviously... This chapter is saying, be prepared, like take the time to look ahead, to not um, just go by the spur of the moment when you have the opportunities to think ahead. This can be applied into our life in so many ways. Um, You know, just let's just I, I mean, I'm thinking of so many examples, but I'll just do financial. You know, if you if you want to be financially wise, um, be farsighted and the things that we would say to everyone and anyone, you need to uh, give 10%. Mm -hmm. You need to tithe, Mm -hmm. give God 10% of your income into a local church and put God's 
blessing, like activate his blessings. The Bible says that if you give, you receive. If you give into the spirit or if you give into the flesh, you're going to reap. When you're giving, you're tithing. You're giving into this principle of sowing and reaping, that you're reaping blessings. You you give, I tithe, our church tithes. You give 10%. God blesses you back with so much more than yeah, 10%. Totally. Because he promises to bless you with what you need. If you don't need money, you might need peace. You mm-hmm. might need wisdom. You might need insight. You might All these other things, God is activating those when you activate the principle of giving. Yeah. The second thing that you're going to want to do is you're going to want to have some sense of savings with finances, which that's thinking ahead. And within savings, there's lots of theories on this. There's lots of ways to do this. But if you just take the simple principle of I tithe 10%, I save 10%, I only spend 80%. Mm-hmm. And then even in that 80%, you can set aside money so that you're not getting into debt. You're buying things with cash and so then you activate a principle of being debt free. Mm-hmm. And so those are all wisdom principles that you can lay in your finances. The other way to do this, um, I'm also very familiar with because we've done both in our lives, is you just kind of pay for things as, as they, they come, come. Right. and you don't have enough money. So you borrow and then you pay back mm-hmm. what you owe. Well, and one thought about that is we did that for a long time. We did not have a budget. I literally was just like, oh, Bill came. I have money in the checking account. I'm going to pay it. Technically, we shouldn't have been able to do that. But all that time, even though we were kind of being foolish on that side of it, we were tithing. And so God still blessed that and still protected us and whatever. Now it's so much better because we have a budget and we know we're telling our money where it's going to go every yeah. month. But we also um, weren't extravagant. Yeah, yeah. Like even within what you said – we aren't. We weren't being foolish right. with what we spent. Yeah. It's just we were paying for things after, like we bought yeah. them. Yeah. And so that can get out of control really quickly, mm-hmm. even if you tithe. You know, like where you just mess up one time. Next thing you know, you're paying seventeen or nineteen percent on a credit oh, card. Yeah. You know, whatever. And um, and so these principles are activated. Uh, we love Dave Ramsey finances, mm-hmm. and there's other ones out there. Uh, but having a budget is having wisdom, um, not having a budget and just winging it, that's uh, not wisdom. Yeah. And you know what? Some people can do it. Some people can't. And 60% of people that use credit cards go into debt. Yeah. And so the odds are against you. Um, we, you know, and I'm not saying you shouldn't use a credit card. We use credit cards. Like I'm, I'm just saying like, these are things that you need to look at. Like take what I'm saying and reflect on it and go, Can I be challenged in an area to be more wise financially? This can go into relationships, you know, being prepared within relationships or just winging it. Like have some standards, Mm -hmm. you know, of who you hang out with. Yeah. Um, Have standards in this can go into like media, you know, like television, movies, YouTube, Mm -hmm. all of that, uh, social media, you know, what you're watching, what you're ingesting in media, have some standards yeah. in that area. Well, you're talking about kind of having boundaries and parameters because within the boundary is uh, safety 
And so you think like, let's talk old school about uh, a farmer. And if he had livestock, he would want to put a fence around them in order to keep them from running off or being stolen by wild animals. So all we're talking about is in every area of your life, put some boundaries in place and stick to them because that is where there's, there is safety. And practically back to the finances, um, one small step for you is to go to the library. This is what we did exactly what I did. I didn't even buy this book. I went to the library and I got The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey and I read it and then we started doing what it said. So simple. And again, I did not buy the book. I I got it at the library for free. So yeah. And then made some copies of the back of the book um, and just... The forms in the back and yeah, we were off. We didn't have the money to even buy the book at the time. Right. That's one of the reasons why we wanted the book. You know, it was like we need to get help in our finances. Yep. Um, hey, Nick, welcome to the show, by the way. Um, got a question for you. Nick is our amazing producer. Nick is our amazing Who producer. makes coffee for us. He's silently making us sound amazing. <laughs> got a question for you. Like, when you approach social media, when you approach media in general, like, you got Netflix and Hulu and YouTube mm-hmm. and, like, if you don't have boundaries, like what are the general pitfalls like that you find your friends or yourself or people? You're are you twenty? Yes. Twenty years old. Yes, I'm twenty. What What's the general you know pitfalls that you see people finding in in your world as twenty years old? So just to to clarify on the question, when someone has social media and they're putting like a lot of energy into it, you're asking what? Well, just more like in going into social media, like. Not posting social media, but I'm going to Facebook and I'm scrolling. I'm going to Netflix or TikTok or whatever. I'm scrolling or I'm going into YouTube and I'm watching videos. Or I'm going into Netflix. Or I'm going into Hulu right. and I'm watching and I don't have boundaries. Like what is some general pitfalls that you, you can just find yourself in when you don't have boundaries in that area? Yeah, so I, I definitely like struggle with that myself. Um, I find myself... Um, spending a ton of time on like Instagram or something like that um, to kill time. And then it kind of turned into me um, like that's my go-to when even when I'm like around family and friends. Um, And so probably like, you know, not living in the moment of where you are can um, social media and all that stuff can pull you out of that. Um, and give you an excuse to not pay attention and, and live in the moment of mm-hmm. what's going on around Be you. Be present. Yeah, being present. And um, probably another thing is is um, like you you kind of start, and I hear it a lot of just like you start to compare yourselves to other people mm-hmm. um, and um, just like feeling that you're, you know, it can get to a point where you're feeling like you're not um, like, Oh, I'm not as good as this other person, and and then you use it, what what was supposed to be just like used as um, communicating with you know the world of like what's going on with your life. It's now turning into um, like what am I doing wrong mm. comparing to everybody else? Wow. Yeah, so it kind of gives you a warped sense of reality. Mm-hmm. Is right. what you're saying. Um, I noticed that when I don't have healthy boundaries in those types of areas, I tend to fall prey, and others do as well, to traps that are kind of like being set in those areas, like finding yourself um, spending way too much time, or maybe there's content that you really shouldn't be looking at or reading or watching. You find yourself like, oh, well, let's 
one more video going to do? Or like, what if I just watch this? And next thing you know, you're like a boiled frog with content. Mm. And, um, and so there's that trap. And somebody that's wise, you need to put boundaries on different areas of your life. Like um, having accountability. Like on my phone, I have accountability that um, it's limited on the websites that I can look at. Yeah. So it's like it's got some kind of feature on my iPhone, like limit website mm-hmm. limit adult web- websites adult website okay now when you get into that parameter it can be also very frustrating because um i can't look at a uh, craigslist on my phone mm-hmm. because somewhere in there the algorithm has determined craigslist is wrong yeah so that can get frustrating but it, that frustration is worth me saying hey can you activate craigslist mm-hmm. and you're like yeah i got it i don't remember what the website was the other day Oh, um, it was massage chairs. Yeah, a website called Human Touch. Yes. Okay, and I was I was doing some research on chairs for somebody because they were saying, hey, "Have you ever thought about getting one?" This, that, and the other thing. And so um, I couldn't actually do that until I went to you. And as frustrating as that can be, it's those boundaries that keeps us safe. Yep. That extra work. That's right. Can be frustrating. Yeah. But it keeps us ahead of the game. That's right. And it's worth it's worth it. That's right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira and Coco. Real Estate Services. Scott Langston, senior commercial broker, has been selling real estate and giving free consultations for over 18 years. Scott Langston will show you how having a professional can make a difference in your buying, investing, or leasing commercial property. Scott Langston, 321-403-1111. That's 321-403-1111. Now go out there and make it a great day. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. As always, we offer free estimates and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. With buying and selling homes in the Melbourne, Florida area, Pineapple Farms is here to assist you. Pineapple Farms, serving Brevard County since 2011. For more information, go online to pineapplefarms.com or call at 321-426-0081. We want to be a church that's focused on God, focused on the people on the inside, and focused on the people on the outside. Love God, love the church, love people, because we're building a life-giving church that lasts. East Coast Christian Center. Join us every weekend, Saturday night at 5.30 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30, 10, and 11.30 a.m. East Coast Christian Center is located at 680 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. The Avenue Worship Center. Enjoy a fresh brewed cup of coffee with friends and family. Service times are at 9.30 and 11 a.m. at 85 North Richland Avenue. East Coast Christian Center Coco. We now have three services every Sunday morning at 8.15, 10 o'clock, and 11.45 a.m. Located at 1855 North Friday Road Coco. 
For more information, call 452-1060, extension 100. That's 452-1060, extension 100. Or visit us online at eccc.us. That's eccc.us. East Coast Christian Center, building a life-giving church that lasts. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. All right, welcome back. And, you know, I wanted to talk about the parable of the talents, but I, we just don't have time. Um, and I love what you brought up about uh, the parable of the ten who were half were prepared and half weren't prepared. Mm-hmm. There's a verse 6 here that says, At midnight the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom, come to meet him. Mm-hmm. Then they all woke up, trimmed their lamps. The f- foolish one said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Like, um, we're not prepared, in other words. Right. So the simple fact is that uh, everything in life rises and falls on leadership. And leadership is very similar to being prepared, where five were prepared, five weren't prepared. Mm-hmm. Five said, I'm going to lead my life with preparation. The other five said, I'm just going to react to whatever's around me. Right. And it's really the difference between acting and reacting. We need to be ones that act. And thankfully, we serve a God who sees what's coming next. Yeah. Who knows it all. We can go to the Father. We can say, show me, Lord, what do I need to do? We can go to the Word of God and see the wisdom of things that need to be prepared in our life. And we can be, be those people that act instead of those that react. That's right. And here's the other thing that I'll say is God can help you even if you're in the middle of a mess. He's got mercy and grace for you. Call on him and he'll love you and help you in this time. That's right. We love you guys and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.